हेलो एंड वेलकम टू द सेवेंटींथ एपिसोड ऑफ दिल ढूंढता है यस सॉरी इट्स बीन येट अनादर डिले एट माई एंड टूडे इज द टेंथ ऑफ सेप्टेम्बर आई डिली दिस एपिसोड शुड हैव ड्रॉप एटलीस्ट थ्री फोर डेज अगो बट बेटर लेट दैन नेवर एंड आई कैन गिव यू द रीज़न एज टू वाई आई कुड नॉट रिकॉर्ड इट जी मेरे नेबरहुड में बहुत सारा काम चल रहा है कंस्ट्रक्शन वर्क सो इमेजिन अ कम्यूनिटी अ गेटेड कम्यूनिटी फुल ऑफ दीज टॉल टावर्स एंड दोज टावर्स फुल ऑफ फ्लैट्स एंड दोज फ्लैट्स फुल ऑफ लॉट्स एंड लॉट्स ऑफ पीपल येस दैट्स द काइंड ऑफ सोसाइटी और कम्यूनिटी दैट आई लिव इन एंड एवरी साउंड अराउंड इज लाइक सो क्रिस्टल क्लियर इन द मॉर्निंग यू कैन हेयर बेल्स ऑफ यू नो पीपल माई नेबर्स प्रेइंग चैंटिंग ऑल काइंड ऑफ साउंड um sometimes it's quite nice uh, and you know surreal but right now there are a couple of flats across my uh, neighborhood where construction work is on if you also capture the sounds here pardon it and ignore because yes there's a lot of drilling and all kinds of noise of some kind of construction reconstruction whatever it is happening around my neighborhood that's mainly the reason i could not record but no excuses i have lots and lots to talk about one of the first things i want to talk about is of course the media and the frenzy we did touch upon it briefly in my last two episodes but yes crazy indian media has completely gone gone crazy i guess why just indian media i think media everywhere maybe um but but yeah i i would still grant and give it to the us media for pointing out or calling out the bluff of you know trump and every day i at least get to hear trevanova or so many others who actually uh, make sense and and criticize the government ask them the right questions etc here in india however all pressing needs have been brushed under the carpet nobody is talking about gdp being the lowest or going so low and uh, i mean compared to other countries our covid cases and deaths are on a constant rise there's unemployment there's so many issues to deal with but uh uh all that is not important humko iske bare mein baat hi nahi karni hai hum baat karenge ji sushant singh rajput ke death ke bare mein and then everybody who wants to be in news and for some reason or the other wants to stay relevant is opening their mouths and talking about it and are being given the center stage the joke is that yesterday kangna announced uh, uh the new office setup was broken down by bmc because of certain reasons uh and and the media and the reporters were asking the fallen material as to how they're feeling hmm sorry bad joke but that's the state of affairs in indian media and all of this led me into uh telling you about something very relevant i saw it's a documentary on netflix called social dilemma if you haven't seen it i recommend please go watch it gives you a complete sense from the people who sat at the big offices of facebook google twitter printest all these big places snapchat they are the people who were behind monetizing it or heading it in various verticals they all talking about one major problem which cannot be addressed or or named and there is a problem with social media and social network it was never meant um intended or or meant to uh, work this way where where things have reached and i keep drawing parallels with the matrix we are my friends in the matrix you know in the 90s when the film came i think i did mention matrix in one of my episodes in this season uh, but when the film matrix came and in the 90s i still remember thinking that oh my god this is so possible back in the day of course one didn't have mobiles and it was still life you know in its pure form in some way the drastically changing world that we are a part of sometimes we need to take a break and and think 
how are we getting affected by those, those things that's happening around i'm sure by now most of you have read articles on how you know the elections in america or india were completely manipulated and and how you know people were blinded so the feed that you see on your uh, screens on your facebook will be completely different from what i see and they're constantly working on becoming you know far better at guessing what is the that's next that we are going to click how much more time can we uh, get uh, 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 people to spend on the, these apps they're constantly fighting guess what we are the products yes we are not the user or consumers we are actually the products because advertiser is the one paying and they really actually don't need our data what they really need is to us to change the way we behave the way we react the way we think about things mm, interesting no i suppose you should totally go see this uh, docu uh, if documentary is not your thing maybe just look it up and you know what i'm trying to say i was trying to analyze if all of this has affected me in some way or the other or or maybe people my age group and i can tell you one thing that no i still have my agency there are lots of things that facebook would try and throw at me saying suggestions or you know clickbaits and i somehow can sense that this is a clickbait i never never really go for it i for me even whether it is youtube also or any algorithm really throwing up things somehow i kind of catch the bluff but but uh, i do also know that they are all listening and observing they do uh, uh, know what kind of things i gravitate towards so tomorrow one can't really say if everything that i'm consuming is because of an algorithm someone's created even if it is choice somehow is in my hands now i'm someone who doubly needs to be sure of things i do believe in fact check when something comes i uh, would always doubt it that doesn't mean i am a skeptic completely <laughs> um i'm talking about basically uh, conspiracy theories i do know of actual people my friend circle i know people who believe that covid is a hoax that there is nothing and there are communities of people who believe this so it's like saying there are all kinds of people and they take all kinds of information so i was trying to draw a parallel and and maybe try you also should try and imagine that the the world before cell phone or before internet um which is perhaps what my generation from the 80s would have experienced my mother is of course um complete naive believer at this point at least because she's new to facebook she doesn't understand these things and even even this whole media frenzy she is consuming it and believing and and she's the audience in a way but my generation is somewhere in between i'm neither gen z nor millennial so i've seen both the worlds and i can tell you that even before uh, uh, when i was a child and my you know uncles or aunts were uh, young there was a popular you know chat culture they would they would debates uh, arguments healthy arguments not like fist fights but actually talking across and putting one's point of view this was encouraged all of this was encouraged today on social media none of it actually is a healthy uh, form of argument after a point it just becomes crazy uh, people just block each other uh, people i think also go gravitate towards spending time online when they have let's say uh, disappointments or feeling lonely or uh, and all of this is covered by the way in the document in a very very beautiful manner what a brilliantly done piece um but it really does leave you with a lot of food for thought you uh, tend to imagine which way are we going. 
are these machines or the artificial intelligence kind of going to completely take us over like how the matrix was do we even know that it's not actually doing it right now it's a very scary space we're in and if you watch the docu you'd know what they leave at the end that this there is no salvation unless and until the intent at the core changes for the betterment of each other you know so there are lots and lots of positives about social media no denying that that's perhaps how it was uh, uh, thought through or, or the genesis was that but it's not remaining the same anymore because of all the money and the currency involved and the advertisers and the powerful people behind putting in all this uh, money to to you know change minds Wow, so that was really powerful. It it opened my eyes towards a lot of things, and and um, I really don't know what I'm going to do about it, but wanted to definitely talk about it. If one person listening also changes and watches uh, this document, maybe some hope can be seen. <laughs> so that's that. The other thing I want to talk about was um, a certain film in Hindi in India completed twenty five years. In fact, that's the day I should have dropped the uh, podcast episode. Uh, Rangila, 1995 is when this film dropped. 25 years ago, and it released across theaters. I still remember watching it in cinema, and going completely bizarre. What amazing sounds, songs, everything was fresh and new. They were iconic things you could just close your eyes and remember, and I still do. Um, haven't revisited in a long, long time, but every song, every beat every uh, scene is etched in the memories so that's the kind of power rangila had it was completely one of its kind uh, and and i was watching interviews uh, with the uh, the maker ram gopal varma i do know that he does have a lot of respect even today in the industry despite his uh, cinema not doing very well after a you know point and uh, he has completely changed his grain from the cinema maker or filmmaker that he was to what he's become today but essentially the man is unapologetic about his thoughts his uh, you know opinion stand everything i still remember my meeting with him briefly and he's like you know i'm not interested in talking to you or knowing your opinion on things he is like that he is obsessive about ties and guns and in fact as in of course feminine body and perhaps this was the main reason which triggered this film Kodrangila that he was mesmerized and completely obsessed with the heroine named Urmila Matondar someone who can literally put her entire career's you know growth into the hands of one man and the way he saw her from the lens yes i think urmila hasn't looked as dashing glamorous uh, before or after as as she is seen in this film um it's of course the genesis again of this film is that obsession on one side but uh, ram gopal uh, soaked in by sound of music and wanting to create something on that lines where there is no conflict real conflict of and is a musical so everything coming together but such amazing tales uh, uh, about this uh, movie and how it came together is being that character is based on vidhuvino chopra who calls himself the greatest technician the greatest director of all times and he genuinely believes it it's amazing how there is tribute to the cinema and and film industry um, on a whole so lots and lots of things to take away from there more than the film if you are revisiting the songs right now uh, there is making of the songs available yes it is available on youtube on lere i think they had a lot of footage and collected 
and and have compiled it and put it together. So yes, filmmaking can be a really boring and and Ranupal Varma in the recent interviews. If you have the time, go watch Anupama Chopra with Ranupal Varma, where you know he talks about making of every song and how Rahman was new at that point and. Uh, and and how every song that came his way, he would be surprised. Uh, one thing I want to mention, which I'll remember forever, is that the brief he gave for Hi Rama Ikawa, the song from the film, was to create something on the lines of "Kate nahi karte" from Mr. India, the Chikhar Kapoor made. The songs are completely different, and when the scratch version was sent to Ram Gopal Varma, he thought he sent a wrong file by mistake, you know. So yeah, such tales, and later on, it became the most centrist number, and rest is history. Similarly, uh, Ahmed Khan got his first choreographer credit here because Saroji was busy, and even the costume person got his debut as a film costume person because Neeta Lula, who was a senior uh, costume designer, costume stylist, was very very busy, and this boy who was an assistant. Was uh, asked by Ram Gopal Verma if he would want to join and you know uh, uh, design the dresses for the film, and he agreed, and that's Manish Malhotra. Who'd know? So yes, so such amazing tales about this film. No wonder it was all magical. One last thing I want to mention is that he says there is a character of a of a director in the film. Actually, if you were to just watch and not be working, so but nevertheless, it's an experience, so you can totally revisit that. Creating something and behind the scenes have become a thing. I am absolutely hooked to it. Have always been actually quite intrigued and interested in uh, how something was made. Makers understand that this is an important aspect and they should do something about it. So those things are happening, and uh, Rangila for sure deserves a revisiting at this time. Uh, so during Corona, if you need some reason to smile, just go watch this film again. Every day is some film's birthday. It's like how every day is someone or the other's birthday across the globe, <laughs> and more than one person's birthday. Similarly, movies are also uh, uh, celebrating their anniversaries. Many big iconic ones, but I particularly picked this one. And the other last film I want to talk about in this episode is another completely different. So I have very varied uh, and extremely opposite kind of films that I've picked. First was social drama. Second was Rangila that I just spoke about, and the third is a Malayalam film. It's called Minna Malini, which means the Firefly. What a film! What a piece of work! The the leading lady of the film actually won national award, and I wouldn't be surprised. She is outstanding. She plays this mother who has a mundane life, very hard life. Of it could be placed anywhere actually, and and how hard life can be for some people. Someone who earns about six thousand or six thousand seven hundred rupees, that to juggling like at least four or five different jobs, you can imagine life can't be easy for them. End of the day, they probably just you know lie and collapse and just you know sleep off because that's how tired they feel. And yet meeting ends become so difficult. I won't give spoilers here. I think if you are a film buff like me, you should totally go watch it. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's called Minna Minna. Uh, highly recommended film, and if you are a slightly emotional person, maybe you'll you know cry a little. But what a what a piece of work! From everything, every bit of this film, from performances to the written word to even the cinematography, is outstanding. 
so proud of Malayalam cinema and what they're making. I I can't begin to say. I think this I drop almost every episode that I am a Malayali and I'm in love with the cinema they make. Every little gem is so amazing and beautifully created and left there by the filmmakers. That brings us to the end of this episode <laughs> and I should actually ideally pick one song to leave you with but this time I'm not picking one. I'd say go revisit the entire album of Rangila, not leaving you with any. A.R. Rahman's absolute genius. See you next week. Till then, take care, stay safe and smile a lot and try to spread as many smiles around as possible. Life is too short to have any regrets. Take care.